0: Marvin Harrison Jr. was that dude this year in college football at the wide receiver position. And because he played so well, he continues to be rewarded for his performances on Saturday afternoons while wearing the scarlet and gray. You are locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, what is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to an episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, December thirteenth in the year twenty twenty two, and today's episode is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling has something for everyone especially when it comes to college football coverage. With a massive lineup of games across the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC, I can always catch the games I want on Sling, and now you can too. Check out Sling TV now to see the massive lineup of games they have all season long. Sling, the TV you love for a price you'll love. Try it today. During this episode, we will discuss Ryan Day's thought process and when he when he will announce and go through the process of figuring out who the next OC will be at Ohio State, and also while thinking about the next offensive coordinator at the Ohio State University, will Day promote from within? We'll touch on that as well. But before we get to any of that, Marvin, no, 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 Ralph, man, Marv continues to be recognized. For his play in 2022, yes, I could have said Marvin Harrison Jr., but like some of his teammates call him Route Man Marv, I wanted to use nicknames on this show. Use them a lot, and Route Man Marv fits for Marvin Harrison Jr. this season. Before I get to the before I get to the award, his stats this year are just plain amazing. 72 catches. 1,157 receiving yards, 16.1 yards per reception, 12 touchdowns. This man only had one drop in 12 games. Let that sink in for you. 1,100 receiving yards, 70 plus receptions, 12 touchdowns, only one drop. Now you may want to say, Jay, he didn't win the bullet in the cough. Okay, great. Don't care. Let's just still marvel at what Marvin Harrison Jr. did this year, which is why when the AP came out and they were trying to figure out who the receivers would be on their All-American team, first-team All-American team, Marvin Harrison Jr. made the cut. That is correct. He is now a consensus All-American after being announced an All-American by the Associated Press. He was also an all up on a, Named an All-American, a first-teamer by Pro Football Focus, CBS Sports, The Athletic, Bleacher Report, the Walter Camp Football Organization, Football Writers Association of America. He is doing some amazing, amazing things. He has a chance to be a unanimous All-American if... Two more publications: the Sporting News and the American Football Coaches Association. If they announce him as a first-teamer, he could get the tag as unanimous All-American with his name. Marvin Harrison Jr. is special. There are words you can use to describe receivers. You can generally describe the the receivers play by what you see, but then there are those receivers that somewhat leave you in awe every time they catch the ball. I know there are times, multiple times in some games, that I will sit here and say to myself, literally out loud, no matter who I am at, who I am watching the game with, how did he catch that ball? You don't say that about everybody. You don't say that. Now, in recent memory, 2019, Garrett Wilson, that catch first drive of the game against Clemson on the sidelines, Went up, used all of his 40-plus-inch vert, went way up to get that ball. And I said, hey, how did he catch that ball? Marvin Harrison Jr. I saw him play live one time this year. It was the game against the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, My girlfriend and I went over to watch that game, and he had the catch where it was on the sidelines. And you see in the still frame, the still shots, the the screen grabs that have been all, all over the place. Right leg inside the line, left leg is up. But what you don't see with that, with that picture, in real time, I am sitting there just on the sidelines that I was closest to. His left leg was about to hit out of bounds. With the body control that route man Mark has, he was able to literally <laughs> pick his left leg up while, while gravity was pulling it down. Then allow gravity to pull his right leg down. Right leg hits before the left leg does. He does basically a one-legged squat and catches the ball. Route man, Marv is crazy. Now, the spectacular plays don't get you a first-team All-American on uh, your name on a first-team All-American list. That does not happen, especially with the AP. What else does he do? He's consistent. He don't drop the ball. He continuously finds ways to get open. Man to man coverage, two guys there, three guys there, whatever it is, man, zone, bracket, whatever it is, route man Marr finds a way to get to get open. Consistently open. A year ago, peace on people said that Stroud force fed the ball too much to a jigbo. They're really good friends, as long as really good athletes. I understand why that may have been the case last year. This year, I wouldn't have been mad if he didn't throw the ball to Marvin Harrison juniors, junior to juniors way more. I would not have. In some some cases, I wouldn't have been mad. Why? They have a great connection and route man, Marv is cold out there stunting like his daddy. His dad, Marvin Harrison, was not doing some of the things Marvin Harrison Jr. is doing right now in his first full year as a starter in college. Also, his second full year playing college football. So keep all that in context. We're thinking about what he did in his first full year as a starter. Season's not over yet. He could realistically finish the year realistically. 1400 receiving yards, 15, 16, 16 touchdowns. These are realistic things that could happen. Now, you have to play two more games to get to the to get to the marks that I marks that I just mentioned cuz I don't think it's going to go from 11 uh, 157 receiving yards all the way to uh, 1,500 in one game. It can happen. I just don't see it happening, and I don't think he's going to have a four-touchdown performance against the Georgia Bulldogs. So it would be two more games to where in the playoff, the semifinal round, and then ultimately the natty, where he could pump those numbers up and do that and really be looked at and goodness gracious, a future first-round pick, maybe top-ten, top-five pick. Uh, Yeah, I know he's a receiver, but he is someone that people will be chomping at the bit to get. Some other guys that were named All-Americans via the AP um, were first-teamers, Caleb Williams, um, the Heisman Trophy winner. He was a first-teamer. Peter Skaronsky offered the tackle for Northwestern, a guy who the Buckeyes uh, played earlier this year. Blake Corum, Michigan running back, he was also there. Will Anderson Jr. of Alabama, he was also on the list. There are some other Buckeyes here on the list. They were all they were all second teamers. None were first teamers. Paris Johnson Jr. and Dewan Jones were second team All-Americans via the AP. And then also Tommy Eichenberg and Ronnie Hickman were second team All-Americans via the Associated Press. Being an all-American is amazing. There's also other guys on the team that are named All-Americans via other publications. Stroud, uh, Abuka, Luke Whipler, those were other guys that were named All-Americans by other publications out there. Stroud, Abuka, Paris Johnson Jr., Eichenberg, Hickman, all the guys I just I just listed, they are crazy. But there's only one Route Man Marv. There's only one guy who was that dude at the receiver position. And his name is Marvin Harrison Jr. for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Congratulations, young man. Currently a consensus All-American. You have the potential to be a unanimous All-American. if a few more things fall in your lap like many of us think they will. Ryan Day made a statement about when he will make a decision about who the next offensive coordinator will be. I think you might like his thought process when you hear what he said. We will discuss what he said next, right here on Locked on Buckeyes. Guys. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of various gifts to make shopping for the ones you love nice. And easy. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and take advantage of fifty percent off site wide. Plus, use locked plus use code locked on at checkout to get an additional forty percent off your order. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to give a gift that's simply perfect. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butchers cut filet mignon, air chilled boneless chicken ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Don't wait. Order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. A gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of fifty percent off site wide. Plus, use promo code Locked On at checkout to get that extra forty dollars off your order. Minimum order may be required. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball podcast every Monday. Andy biggest stories in college basketball keep you up to date on the ncaa tournament bubble and get you ready for the upcoming week of games from the big east to the mountain west and everywhere in between andy and isaac have college hoops covered on the locked on college basketball podcast available on youtube and wherever you get podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day as we continue locked on book guys i want to remind you or maybe inform you There's a big college basketball game this weekend that involves your Ohio State Buckeyes. The Buckeyes are scheduled to face the North Carolina Carolina Tar Heels in the CBS Sports Classic Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on CBS. I encourage everyone, get to a TV, watch this team who. There's a good chance they'll beat the Tar Heels of North Carolina. There's a good chance Bryce Tinsenbaugh, Zed Key, or Justin Sewing could go for 20-plus in this game. You'll want to watch this team. It's not like last year's team. You know how I am about last year's team. You know how I am about, about the basketball. This team, can, this team can hoop and have them on a major, major uh, early season early season platform in CBS, uh, a major uh, match between one of the Blue Bloods in the sport, a team was in the national championship game last year It's great. And I think this is a great test for Chris Holtman's boys early in the season. So Ryan Day has an interesting task right now in 2022. Prepare for a bowl game while also needing to fill a vacancy on the coaching staff. Also, you can add this in there as well. A few more things recruiting you just lost Keon Keely to Alabama. Uh, some say the best defensive end prospect in this recruiting class. Many people, myself included, would have loved for Keon Keely to play at Ohio State. But ultimately, I understand that there are things that Alabama may bring to the table or that may appeal to him more. Money talks possibly. And so I get, I get all of those things. But you got to recruit. You don't want to lose recruits to Alabama. I don't think Caleb Downs is going to, be to Ohio State either. But also, you got to think about next year's roster roster, while also preparing for a bowl game. There's a lot on Ryan Day's plate. But in regards to that coaching vacancy, Ryan Day recently said that he plans on making a decision and and a decision will be made after the season is complete about the offensive coordinator position. Now, you may want to say, Jay, why in the world would, would Ryan Day wait until all that's over? Why would he do it now? Why would he try and do some hiring and do some recruiting and do some transfer portal stuff? Do it all right now. Because, buddy, if you think about all those things I just mentioned, recruiting, that takes a lot of home visits. What does that do? Take a lot of travel. What does that do? Take time away from your family and your friends and your wife and your kids when, when when you're preparing for the biggest game of the season. When you could be out of the season, season could be over if you're not really prepared, but you got to recruit. You gotta really figure out the transfer portal because a lot of kids are committing right now, really, really quickly. And Ryan Day realizes this is Ohio State. It's a luxury that Kevin Wilson is or has decided to stay at Ohio State and coach through the end of the season. It's a luxury. does not have to do that. I would would understand if he didn't if he didn't stay and wanted to go to Tulsa early. I, I would get that. I firmly get that. But ultimately, he has decided to stay, which does help Ryan Day out just a little bit. But. Ryan, Day understands. what's the first order of business winning the national championship does. Hiring someone and going through a hiring process, let's say there are five candidates or seven candidates or eight candidates. I think there could literally be a, a list of about 25 guys who could potentially be the next offensive coordinator at the Ohio State University. Why? One, it's it's a great job to have. But two, working with Ryan Day is going to appeal with so many people. And there's a lot of guys out there. They may, they may be an OC at a power five school. But knowing that Ryan Day and Ohio, excuse me, knowing that Ohio State is paying Jim Knowles 1.9 million, and he got hired a year ago, my goodness, man, the new OC could get 1.9, 1.95, or two flat million if they get hired as the next OC. So, money talks. It could be a payday and pay raise for somebody. But ultimately, I do think Ryan Day's process and his mindset right now about waiting till the end of the season. It's very on brand for Ryan Day, and I ain't mad at it. Ryan Day has said, they are going to look at the transfer portal, but also, they want to make sure it's a good culture fit. It makes sense. Like, you might not like it. I don't like everything that every coach says or uh, everything player every player says. I don't like everything, but I can understand it. And honestly, I can think it makes sense. But I might not agree with it. This makes sense. I don't see a reason. Uh, pause. I do see a reason. There is a reason why they could justify saying, I need to hire this guy ASAP. I don't want to wait any longer. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I'm going to make this hire ASAP. And I ultimately could see Ryan Day finding a reason to make that thing happen. But ultimately, you got a game to win. And as a coach, if you think hiring somebody, when you can make that same hire and the, two weeks following the season and have that guy on campus and in, in his office uh, by the end, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, uh, maybe too late of the of the month of January. That's possible. That's really, really possible. I'm not mad about Ryan Day for this. I think he has his head on straight and he realizes the interview process, the exhaustive things you have to do in there, the ability to – devote long hours to that very thing. Yeah, push that bad boy to hit aside a few more weeks. Let's go get this ring. Let's go get this trophy, bring it back to Columbus, and then we'll fill the vacancy on the Ohio State coaching staff. The difference from last year is last year's team was not in the playoff. Last year's team was one that we, we realized that Playing in the Rose Bowl is something that's not, it doesn't mean what it used to, which is sad to me. Really, really sad. Times have changed. But I do think when you're playing, or excuse me, playing for a playoff, that alters some of your off-season duties in December because some of those things can be postponed or pushed back to a later date. Waiting to the end of the season to hire an OC, make a decision. Make a decision about that. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world at all. Yesterday we talked about Ryan Day promoting from within and hiring a tight ends coach via someone that was his assistant, right hand man, uh, uh, an advisor, the senior advisor to the head coach, Ryan Day, Keenan Bailey. Will Ryan Day promote from within once again? While from uh from when it comes to hiring the next offensive coordinator at the ohio state university we will discuss that next right here on locked on buckeyes can we pause the pod for a second okay good great cuz you got to try this i'm talking about built bars new reimagined flavors cookie dough topper coconut brownie bar coconut brownie topper white chocolate White chocolate peppermint granola, it's built take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puff. Built puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. First off, for anyone who hasn't tried built bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein. And shockingly, shockingly low sugar and calories. One hundred thirty calories. Just sink your teeth into the first bite, and it'll change your life forever. I'm not kidding. There will be a time before you tried these. There will be a time before you tried these new built bars, and the magical, wonderful time afterwards. You're probably wondering which new flavors. My favorite. It. An unanswerable question to say the least, they're all unbelievable. Go to built.com and use the friendly promo code locked on15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, go to built.com to use that friendly promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making locked on buff guys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the locked on sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your fine podcast. Promoting from within can be tricky. It can work. It can come back to bite you. Not every university has guys on staff that could be well-qualified candidates to fill a role, a role that they have never been in previously in their life. Ohio State's fortunate. If if something went down and Ryan Day was not able to coach, we have a former head coach in Kevin Wilson on staff. You have Larry Johnson, who was the acting head coach during a game, and he won the game that he was acting head coach in. You have Tony Alford, who I do believe will be a head coach in college football someday. You have Brian Hartline, who I do think at some point will be an for the coordinator. You have Justin Fry, who is a phenomenal teacher and someone who used to coach with Ryan Day at a previous stop. You have Jim Knowles, who some say Jim Knowles is great for defense, yes, but I could see Jim Knowles being a head coach somewhere down the road. There's a lot of guys at Ohio State, and there are even guys in quality control places um, that were former deep coordinators and coach head coaches at, at, at different stops, Ohio State's fortunate to have the staffers, the main staff, coaching staff, and then the support staff members. Ohio State's very fortunate to have them on staff. And when are thinking about possibly promoting from within for the offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator spot. Many people are going to say Brian Hartline. I'm going to up you on and say Justin Fry. I don't think Ryan Day would have brought Justin Fry in if he did not think there was a bigger role for him than just O-line coach. Two, I don't think he would have brought him in if he didn't, like, work with him previously. There's a lot of things there that go into bringing a guy back in, bringing a guy in who you used to work with. Justin Fry or Brian Hartline, I think both are good candidates. I'm not going to say one is the definitive answer, yes or no. I say one, it, they're both really good candidates that bring something different to the table. We have seen over the past few years what Brian Hartline can do at the wide receiver position, take it to another level, develop guys in a – taking the skills up and up and up and working and figuring out and hitting, hitting that recruiting trail in a way that a lot of other coaches they may hit it, but their words, the way they carry themselves, and of course the symbol on your on your chest, those things really help you on the recruiting trail. So I had no problem with Brian Hartline. I, I think Justin Fry is a phenomenal teacher of the football, and for the O line of Ohio State to play as well as it did at times, you got to give credit for, to Justin Fry because over the past couple of years, things that are the O line position were a little bit weird. I'd be careful about immediately saying, no, I don't want to go outside the, the company. I don't want to go outside Ohio State. I want to go ahead and uh, uh, do everything in-house. That's slippery. But also what's slippery is immediately saying, I'm going out-house. I am going out house do not want to look at the in-house and see who's there. That's very slippery as well. But I do think, though, if Ryan Davis Ryan decides to promote from within either Brian Hartline or Justin Wright. I do not think he's going to promote uh, Tony Offer to... Uh, offensive coordinator. I just don't see that move being made. I do think Ohio State fans will be in good shape. A lot of unknowns, which is why when people say Brian Hartline OC, I will say, "What do you know? What are you basing that off, basing that off of?" Oh, he did great with with the receivers. How is he going to do with form, forming and uh, creating an offense? How is he going to do with situational play calling if he needs to, if he needs to call plays? How is he going to do with not just recruiting his his position, but assisting to recruit every offensive position. Yeah, I know he helps now. I, I'm not going to say he doesn't, he doesn't help. I know he helps now, but a lot more is on your, on your plate. Same with Justin Fry. I do not know, and I'm perfectly fine saying it. I do not know. But what I do know is this. No matter what decision is made, I'm glad Ryan Day is not making a quick decision. He's taking his time, letting things process. Letting things marinate, letting things simmer in his brain, letting his mind work, letting 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 his brain do what it does best to help Ryan Day figure out who the next OC will be at the Ohio State University. Hardline, fry. I might be more partial to the old line guy being the OC as being a former offensive lineman, but that's just me. Many people are going to say Brian Hardline Due to the position he coaches and the and the success, that is more easy. It's easier to see at receiver than an offensive line. But ultimately, I do think Ohio State's going to be in good shape if they decide to go in-house. I just don't think you should only look at those candidates. Look at those outside the walls of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center and quickly see or you might see somebody else on the outside. Who is it? Not just a. An okay or similar, similarly uh, graded, and they, you and the other candidate have the same skill set, but ultimately the other person had, just brings a certain feeling with them during the interview, and you want to bring that guy in to join Ohio State's coaching staff in 2023. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into this episode of Locked on Buckeyes. You can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can send all of your emails to that's Stevens 317 at gmail.com. We're out of here on a Tuesday. It doesn't feel like Tuesday, though. It feels like Thursday. But you know what we will be here before we know it? It's also Christmas. Continue to finish up your Christmas shopping. Get your friends something that, that represents Ohio State. Maybe a shirt, a hat, a onesie, something for a newborn, whatever it is. Make sure your friends or anyone you know you're getting a gift for, allow them and help them to rep the Scarlet and Gray proud like all of us do.